Welcome back, Conscious Investor. Remember, we're doing this like micro mini series. I guess that's redundant, but I wanted to talk today about three keys to understand about being a limited partner. Okay, these are really, really foundational, very critical that you understand what it is to be a limited partner, aka a passive investor. And just as a reminder, if you didn't already catch the previous episode, that was three key things to understand about syndication. And the next episode, we're going to be talking about three questions, three key questions that limited partners should ask about every single deal. All right. So I want to make sure that you have all of that information for you. Remember that this little mini series is just um, there to support you. Again, sometimes we just need that refresher. It's still new to us. And we just want to like go straight to the topic that we're interested in. Or maybe we need some support in um, explaining this to a spouse or a partner so that they can um, participate in the decision-making process. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. These are three things that you need to understand about being a limited partner. And as I mentioned earlier, a limited partner is also known as a passive investor. And that is exactly it passive. So I want you to think like if you sat down as a, as a, if you sit down at a restaurant and somebody brings you food, that's really a passive investment, right? You didn't have to go and cook it. You didn't have to grocery shop for it. You didn't have to find the recipe for it. Yes, you did find the restaurant and you did make a decision. And yes, you did bring the money, but you just sat down and boom, you were served something very delicious. Okay. It is past. That was passive. That food came to you in a very passive way. And passive investing is very similar to that, right? In a passive investment, kind of touching back to the previous episode on what is apartment syndication, passive investing, you know, you found the people that you wanted to invest with. They found the deal, but they brought it to you. You looked at it and you decided, I'm going to place that order. <laughs> you, you know, place that you subscribe to the deal. And now you have that passive income coming into your life. All right. Limited partner status. Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about three key things. I'm going to tell you what they are just so that we can prime your mind a little bit. So we have our limited partner status. We're going to talk about sharing the risks and the rewards. And then we're going to talk about limited control. If you've been listening for a long, you know that sometimes I will say I'm the ultimate control freak. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I was a teacher. I'm a woman. I've like so many things. I love control. Um, and so that's really key to understand when you're investing passively. Let's go ahead and talk about limited partner status. As a limited partner in an apartment syndication, you are a passive investor and you do not play an active role in the management of the property. Your role is limited to providing capital, in other words, the money that you wire, and sharing in the profits or the losses generated by the property. Okay, this is why it's so critical that you are vetting the team and the deal before you're diving in, and also why Three Keys Investments is so strict about who we partner with. In fact, our partnerships are based, to just go down that rabbit hole for a moment, off what we call the three layers of insulation. Um, one, layer one, we've known our partners for at least a year. And <laughs> Some people, you've heard me talk about this if we've been on a phone call talking about your investment goals. I typically explain this. 
It's really important to us. We like to see people at events. We like to see how they carry and conduct themselves. We like to see break bread with people. How, you know, is there a flow? Do we feel comfortable? Are we going to be able to talk about maybe some of the uncomfortable things that will inherently come up in any deal? Because no deal is perfect. You're always going to have some hurdle at some point, right? And so we love getting to know our investors. We love partnering with people that we've known for at least a year. We also like to partner with people we've collaborated on small projects. By that, I mean, sometimes we'll maybe write and do something on social media, or maybe we will create some podcast episodes together. We're going to collaborate. And what that shows us is how do they show up? Are they prompt? Are they on time? Are they responsive? It gives us a good window into who they are. And then we also like to partner with other people who have a strong track record very, very important to us. And remember, as a limited partner in in an investment, you're relying on the general partners. You are relying on the active investors, those of us who are actually doing the work, finding the deal, securing the loan, putting in the risk capital, managing the asset over the duration of the hold, you know, bringing in other investments or investors, excuse me. So I like, this is really important for you to understand. Okay, Um, so let me just make sure that we have that covered. You do not have an active role. You just get to say, um, I choose you and I choose that deal. Bring me some cash flow. I mean, it really kind of is as simple as that. (laughs) All right, choose wisely. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, The second element was sharing in the risks and rewards. Okay, so as a limited partner, you are sharing in the risks and the rewards of that investment, including to be redundant, profits and losses. You are going to sign what's called a PPM or a private placement memorandum. And when you sign that PPM, it tells you all the ways the deal could go wrong. It tells you all the ways your money could get lost. It tells you everything that could go wrong. And it shows you like what the results would be. It will show you what the percentages are and what the splits are, okay? But it's important that we go into things wide-eyed because right now the syndication space is so saturated with so many people like, just give me your money and let's go do a deal. And it's like, you know, yes, the rewards are absolutely fantastic, but things need to be measured and we need to know what we are really investing in and who we're investing with, okay? Okay. Um, as a as the risk and reward, you are going to receive a share of the cash flow generated by the property. And you're entitled to a portion of its profits at the sale. We call that disposition. Or when we refinance it, that happens to be my favorite. If you've been listening, you know, I love cash out refis because when we do a cash out refinance, that money is being returned to our investors um, in a very uh, we'll put it this way, it very because I'm not a CPA and I'm not supposed to, you know, make all these generalizations. So there's all the asterisks right there, but it is very tax advantaged. Um, for example, uh, one of our passive investments, just uh, I'll use myself as an example, and you can just extrapolate from there. Um, but our passive investment was a cash out, recently did a cash out refi. We will not be paying taxes on that chunk of money that we received through that refinance pro- uh, process. See, that's pretty advantaged. <laughs> I, I appreciate getting a chunk of money and not having to pay taxes on it. All right. Please also remember that you're subject to share in the, pro- the, the property's debts and the liabilities. 
right? So there is a loan on it. We have to pay the, the mortgage. We, you know, you have these different liabilities that are taking place. Those are, just to be fair, just to be very, very clear, all of those are accounted for, for three keys investments and how we structure our deals. All of our debts and liabilities are actually accounted for a hundred million percent within our business plan so that we can ensure that it is solvent and that we're not going to have to do what's called a capital call. A capital call is when things are not going great and it's like, we're going to lose a property. Investors, passive investors, we need more money from you in order for us to keep this property. So we have not been in that position. Our deals are actually, you know, like actually operating and going very, very smoothly. Although some people are not experiencing that, we are. And this is largely in part um, to being very discerning, very particular about the types of deals that we participate in because I don't want things. I like to sleep at night, remember? Sleep at night policy. All right. Let's also talk about on the upside. Let's just switch. That was a little dark. Let's talk about the upside. Um, our deals typically favor the limited partners. So imagine this uh, in, in the entire entity. That just is a fancy way of talking about like how we legally hold the ownership of that apartment complex. And it's typically held, actually, we only ever hold them in um, LLCs. And within that, 70% typically, sometimes 80%, but typically 70% of the entire ownership is held by the limited partners. Only 30% is held by the general partners who are doing all the grant work and putting in the risk capital and actually a whole lot of risk capital, right? And so it's very advantageous for the limited partners. Um, and then there are preferred returns. So we're going to take a moment. I want to talk about preferred returns because you will see this on deals as you look at them and you're going to be like, what is that? Or maybe you've seen them and nobody's really explained a preferred return or some Sometimes people will call it a pref. Okay. So let's let's just define it real fast. A preferred return is a specified rate of return that investors receive before the, the active general partners. Okay. So before the active general partners receive anything, that preferred return threshold must be met. Okay. And until that is paid, the sponsors, the I'm sorry, the active investors, which could be the sponsors and the general partners, um, they aren't going to get any profit. Talk about enticing, right? Like, okay, if if the active partners want to see a profit coming their way, they're going to have to perform on the business plan and execute on it really well. And that's an incentive, right, for them to be doing that work that benefits you. So let's just do an analysis, offer an example. If the return rate is set at 6%, then the investors would receive this 6% on their investment before the, the active partners, a general partnership receives any profits. And if this investment generates a total return of 8%, that's more than six, right? The first 6% would go to the investors and the remaining 2% is going to be split between the passive investors and the active investors, according to the agreement. So I just mentioned earlier, it's typically a 70-30 split. So, okay, passive investors, you're going to get that um, 6%, top 6% of the profits. And if we had 8% total you know, uh, return, then we say that extra 2% is now split 70-30 
in favor of the limited partners. Maybe this gives you a reason why active partners like myself oftentimes um, invest passively as well, because it's very, very advantageous. All right. This preferred return um, serves as a way to provide you passive investors with a guaranteed return of your investment, and it helps reduce the risk of the investment and makes it more attractive to most investors. Most investors are looking for that pref or preferred return. Um, And so, you know, I don't think that myself or the partners that um, Three Keys Investments is aligned with, we're all very tenacious, hardworking people. We don't really need anybody dangling a carrot. We just want to knock it out of the park for you. Um, But, you know, maybe there's some other people out there where this actually just provides that extra incentive for them. Okay. Uh, Do know that there are no guaranteed returns in any investment and all returns are subject to the success of the investment. So if if the investment doesn't generate sufficient returns to pay the preferred return, you might not receive it. So I think right now, as at the time of this recording, I think that a lot of people are facing that where uh, their apartment complexes might be struggling a bit. And so the profits aren't as strong as they were. And so investors are not receiving that preferred return. We have not experienced that in our investments at this point. We, again, are very, very guarded in particular you know, conscious investor, we only do two to three deals a year because we only want to do really, really good deals. Um, And so all that to say, um, be cautious. And we'll talk about the questions to ask your investment team on the next episode. So I won't go down that right now. I want to. Can you tell I'm using so much self-control? All right. The third element, we were talking about, you know, uh, the limited partner status. We talked about the risks and the rewards and how you share in that. Um, The upside is definitely beautiful. And then let's talk about that last part, the C word. You have limited control. Okay. So you have Oh gosh, like extremely limited control over the investment. You are not, you have no voting rights is what I always say. Like limited partners, passive investors, you do not have a voice at the table. You're not going to say, no, um, I want to fire that property manager. We need somebody else. And you don't have any decision-making authority. All of that decision-making authority is held by the general partners, okay? The active investors in the deal. And so you might have, um, yeah, you're, you're not going to have rights in this. Now, this is why it's really important that you understand who you are investing with. Okay. Because you want to make sure that your voice is heard. And this is why when we hop on that initial call, if you haven't scheduled a call, please make sure you go to the show notes, schedule a call. I'd love to know. And this is what I want to know. What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Because it's critical that the general partners, like myself, understand what our investor goals are so that we can represent you adequately at the table when decisions come, you know, are come up. Some of those decisions that come up might be, okay, do we want to sell the property right now or do we want to do a cash out refi? Well, limited partners, a lot of you have a opinion on how that goes. Um, some of you have different things that you want to redeploy your money in. And if you've had all of it back, you'd like to redeploy it in one of our, our deals again, as well as something else, right? Like, so there is 
always a reason why people want to do what they're doing. And it's really important that that's communicated with. It's important that you have a good relationship with the team that you are working with so that you can feel confident that your voice is represented at the table of the general partners. Okay, well, there we go. That was really pretty short and sweet, I know, but those are three key things that you really need to understand about being a limited partner. Your limited partner status, what is it compared to the to the uh, sponsors, the general partners, or aka we could bundle both of those into the active investors. You do share in the risks and the rewards. Gosh, that preferred return is so sweet. And you do have limited control. So you want to make sure that you are definitely connecting and aligning with people who are going to put your best interests first. And just remember, that's what we do here at Three Keys Investments. We put our investors' needs first. So if you haven't already scheduled a time to talk, I would love to pop on a call with you and learn more about your goals and to see if there's a fit, if there's alliance. Um, Sometimes there isn't an alliance and that's okay. I probably know somebody who you'd be a great fit for. All right, Conscious Investor, thanks again. If this served you, please make sure you share it with someone else and please make sure you leave an honest rating and review because golly, they mean the world to me and I read every single one. Until next time, live big, love bigger and do great things. A lot of people missed out on my recent offering because they simply weren't on my investor list. Being on my newsletter list won't provide you with access to the deals I have. This is because 506B regulations require you and I actually discuss your investment goals before I can show you the deals I have. If you're on the fence about investing in apartments, schedule a call today at threekeysinvestments.com. If you think you're new, so you don't want to be on an investor list, you're missing out on opportunities to refine your ability to review offerings because you simply will never see them. So head over to Three Keys Investments and schedule a call.